You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! You all didn't know the old me, that for 40 years, Darren, I was a kamikaze. The fact that I'm alive is a miracle. How about that? I've ridden steers, jumped off cliffs, been shot and been shot at, and I survived it all. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome, everybody. I just realized I have my pen. Hey, it's a Flame Tech Football Friday. And uh, look around. We've shifted environs a little bit. We're still live at Great Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. We're out in the foyer, not the theater. The moose is with me, and it's going to look like he's in a completely different facility, but he's not. Hello. Hi. I'm about, what, 15 feet from you? Uh, yeah, they're working on it. You're the... Maybe it's my screen. Have a look at your screen there. What do you see? I see that um, that you, I'm, I'm, I'm on top of you. Oh, I do not see that. Okay. Well, good. Okay, good. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday, live from Calgary. We've got a lot of interesting things on the go today. Joining us in hour one to talk about NFL Divisional Playoff Weekend, Tory Gurley, former Green Bay Packer and, since, and uh, Cleveland Brown. And also coming up in hour two, right down here at Gray Eagle, Danny Austin will join us. He covers Calgary and Peters for the Calgary Sun, uh, as well as the Flames. But um, before we jump into the quick six show topics here, I wanted to mention that you see that you see the shift in our environs. We wanted to move around various areas here at Gray Eagle. And some of the top cheeses said, you know, we kind of thought that you'd have a set with props. Like your studio, your bunker. And I'm, I'm like, what? You should have told us that. So I got a few things here. I got my bed regal hat. I got my gong. I got my Samps mug. I got my cowbell. But hey, I think we need various Southern Alberta sports teams to come down and populate the desk. What do you think? Yeah, that would, that would help. That's, uh, hey, that's what happened when we went to Houston. You know, we saw uh, Mike Kershaw brought stuff from the Rice Owls. We had uh, Eric Jones brought autographed footballs, the Houston Rockets with the bobblehead. Houston was very welcoming. They understood the brand, and uh, the desk in Houston was populated. For sure. And, yeah, we're not in the bunker. Now, listen, I look up on YouTube. It's the, the screen's perfect. 
But over here, it's not. So it, we, it remains to be like we're camping, but it's fun. Who doesn't like camping? Exactly. Right? So we're in the foyer here at Gray Eagle, and I'm hoping that by next week we'll be able to have a live studio audience. Uh, listen, enough of the preamble. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? <laughs> And another slight change you'll see in addition to my laptop here. I love Maxi Fries. Here's the thing about how well we've been welcomed here in Calgary. This being the Mecca of Taco Time. I didn't know. Nobody told me that Calgary was the Mecca of Taco Time. I know. I got bump stickers, lapel pins, gift cards, all from Taco Time. And I, I could have put on the Taco Time pin on my bet Regal Bunny Hug, but I didn't want to be too much of an ass kisser. So we'll <laughs> wait until Monday to do that, okay? All right. Moose said... Like, it is a Flame Tech Football Friday. We got a lot of football talk to get to today. But he said he couldn't wait to talk about the Edmonton Oilers. So let's look at Thursday night's NHL game. Sergei Bobrovsky made 40 saves for his first out of the season. The Florida Pamps defeated the ice-cold Edmonton Oilers 6-0 at Rogers Place. Alexander Barkov, isn't he something? Scored twice and added a helper for the Panthers, who are now 9-1-1 in their last 11 games. Carter Verhage, Anthony Duclair. Do Sam Bennett and Owen Tippett. He is related to Dave Tippett. Also scored for Florida. Miko Koskinen stopped 22 shots as the Oilers lost their seventh in a row. I'm sorry, but we got to spend a minute on the game. And I'm interested that you say you want to talk about the Oilers. Um, here's my thing. We watched it together yeah. at the stage bar here at the casino. We begged off about halfway through the game. It was getting a little too wild in there again. Can I just say that if you want to escape reality for a night or a day, come down to the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino and hang out in the stage bar. You're going to think you're in Vegas, man. Yes. You're going to think you're in Vegas. And I'm like, ah, I'm here to watch the hockey game. Not everything, all the shenanigans. So we went upstairs. You know what was echoing in my mind in that first period last night when the orders were throwing the kitchen sink at the Florida Panthers at Ross Place? Leon, if you're going to flap your jaws, you better produce. When the puck's on your stick, you better bury. I counted three empty nets, open nets that he missed that was parked at the side. His office. You know what I'm saying? Yes. You better put your money where your mouth is. Be better walk the walk, Leon. And he didn't. He, he could have had the orders up. Nothing after the first year would have been a totally different game. And I know there are people that say, a lot of my friends in hockey that say, no, a missed net in the first period or a post doesn't affect what goes on in the third. Yes, it does. I respectfully agree to disagree. You don't think if Leon wouldn't have buried and put him up one nothing, do nothing, it wouldn't have changed the game? Big time. I'm just saying, he was the guy that was front and center all week with Pissygate, and here's the game on his tape, and he soiled himself. That's my take on the game. It would have changed the game. You get one or two at opening period. One goal. It's a completely different game. Like, I... I can only imagine the locker room in, in Florida, uh, the Florida Panthers locker room after that first period. Guys, he just dodged a bullet. Everybody's high-fiving Bob, and everybody's tapping him on the pads and, you know, rubbing his head and all the rest of that. And they're pumped. So they come out in the second and, you know, get a goal. And once they got the lead, they never looked back. But you know what? That first period, though, from Edmonton was very good. I mean, that's as good of a period as you're going to play against one of the best teams in hockey. And to not score sucks. But they played really well. Again, Miko Koskinen let in a couple of soft goals. That one on the back door, I think it was uh, Barkov's goal, right? Um, I don't know how he didn't get to the post and how he let it through his glove. That was a tough one. Um, some of them he couldn't get to, but 
Yeah, it was a weird night, and sometimes when it's going bad, it's going to keep going bad. And I don't know how the Oilers can play better than they did early in that game. I uh, saw Ken Holland in between periods saying we just need to keep at it. And he's right. What else are they going to do? I saw Dave Tippett after the game, very calm, very reasoned, talked about how hard they worked. And he's right. There's no other way out of this. Mm -hmm. But I think injecting Evander Kane into the situation isn't going to help matters. So anyways, that's our take. My whole takeaway from the game was Leon Dreisaitl not walking the walk after talking the talk this week. Anyways, um, and we will get to the football. So just hang on, everybody. There is news, big news in the CFL and the NFL. We'll get to it. But this is our one-timers segment that we do the morning after an NHL game. Ryan Johansson and Michael Granlin each scored a goal and assisted on another to lead Nashville over Winnipeg 5-2. Ely Tolvanen, Luke Kunin, and Tanner Genoa. The pride of Oxbow Saskatchewan also scored for Nashville, which halted a four-game slide. Pierre-Luc Dubois and Mark Scheifele scored for Winnipeg. Connor Hellebuck stopped 18 shots. The Jets are fifth in the Central, seven points behind Minnesota. It'll be a conversation for the next, in a couple weeks' time, maybe a month, are the Jets going to make the playoffs? I still think they can, but you can fall down 3 nothing on the road like they did in Nashville last night. We don't want to talk about it if we're Winnipeg. Right. If Jenny Malkin and Sidney Crosby scored and the streaking Pittsburgh Penguins held off the Ottawa Senators 6-4. Charlie McAvoy scored a power play goal with 45 seconds left in the third, lifting Boston over Washington 4-3. Philadelphia dropped its 10th straight game for the second time this season. The first team to uh, accomplish that feat in more than a decade. Oliver Bjorkstrand and Patrick Laine both scored and Elvis Merzlikin stopped 33 shots for Columbus in a 2-1 win over Philly. I've been thinking a lot about Elvis doing a residency at the Sands Hotel in Las Vegas. He ended up losing his mind and shooting holes on the wall. Elvis Presley did. It's Jesus. not going to happen to you, is it? I hope not. Okay. Those ghosts, though, might get gonna happen. No, it's not going to happen to me here, agree. I'm not going to lose my mind and start shooting holes on the wall, but I'm worried about my partner Moose over here. <laughs> I like the solitude. But he's far more extroverted than me. Theodore scored in overtime, and the Vegas Golden Knights beat Montreal 4-3. Keeper Sherwood scored his first goal in nearly three years. Miko Rantanen had a power play goal, and Colorado stayed hot with a 4-1 win over L.A. In Seattle, Carson Soucy had the first two-goal game of his career. Callie Yarncroft scored in the third period, and Seattle beat San Jose 3-2. And Totter Sagan and Jason Robertson each scored twice, including consecutive goals late in the third period to lift Dallas over Buffalo 5-4. So that's our NHL one-timers, point one of the Quick 6 show topics. Now, moving on, breaking news from Thursday night. Zach Caleros will be under center this season to help the Winnipeg Blue Bombers chase a third straight Grey Cup title. The Bombers announced last night They've agreed to terms on a one-year contract extension with their starting quarterback, who was the Canadian Football League's most outstanding player last year. How about that? The six-foot, how about that? The six-foot, 222-pound former Cincinnati star will return a third season with Winnipeg, 10th in the CFL. And pay attention, Moose. Caleros was named the CFL's outstanding player after leading the league in touchdown passes and quarterback efficiency rating. Do you know what it was? Do you know what it was? One, one. One Whoa. point zero. 
and finishing second in passing yards with 3,185. And that's why I had to get, and I really got to throw some bouquets at the feet of our social media guy, Nelson Vo. I said, can you dig up the clip where I said, Zach had better be number one highest paid player in the league because we were just talking about it on Thursday. And if I'm Zach, I feel that I should be the highest paid. It's exactly what happened. That was the only holdup was money. He's going to get his $550,000, be the highest paid player in the league. And Bob's your uncle. And I got Bomber fans writing me on Twitter saying, Rod, what do you think this does for the chances of the Bombers repeating? The odds right now at Bet Regal and everywhere else is that Winnipeg's the odds on favorite to win a third straight Grey Cup. Why would you vote that? It's to be. I don't know who is taking more steps to be a better football team today. Um, they're bringing back all the championship pieces and they're trying to take one more run at this thing. I like it. I like it. And Zach deserves, deserves it. He's earned it. So it's going to be incredibly fun to watch to see if they can go three in a row. Um... Okay, I love Mexi fries. Did you know we're going to open up Taco Time viewer takeover a little early here? It's Friday. Let's have fun. Let's do what we do. Sports talk of all of our viewers. The most interactive show on television is this one. Well, speaking of Caleros and his 111 million, we're 111. It's 11-11 in Winnipeg. Ha! How about that? So I don't know how that aligned, but Winnipeg's got something going on. Uh, Northside YEG says, is Miko Koskinen one of the worst goalies in the NHL? I won't say he's one of the worst. I know that he's one of the highest paid. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking football here today. I'm thinking football. But, you know, now this, the McDavid trade's coming up. And this was kind of funny. You know, will the kid ask for a trade? I'm of the belief I don't think he's ever going to ask for a trade. What's he in year seven there? Yeah. I don't think he's ever going to ask for a trade. And from what I understand, he's not the kind of guy that would ask for a trade. And then some Oiler fan writes me on Twitter, let's talk about Austin Matthews and what he's got to deal with. We're not talking about Austin Matthews. We're talking about the Edmonton Oilers and Connor McDavid. And I just feel sorry for the city of Olympians. Do you envision a day that Connor McDavid is traded? I don't think you trade him. And I don't think he asks for a trade. Well... It's, it's two different questions. I could envision a day where he is traded. I cannot envision a day where he asks for a trade, if that makes sense. At some point, um, I could see it happening. But I would think it's much like when we had the conversation on this show with Brian Burke about trading Crosby. Sidney Crosby. And he said, that'll be up to Sidney Crosby. Right? He all said it's unthinkable. It's unthinkable. Yeah, and I don't know if he actually said it'll be up to but it'll be up to Sidney Crosby. And I think in Edmonton, it's kind of like, yeah, it'll be up to McDavid. They can't do it twice. Might be a decent poll question, but that's not our poll question today. The poll question, one day it'll be, do you ever envision Connor McDavid being traded by the Edmonton Oilers? You don't trade away your best player. For what? This is not junior hockey where you can load up for the future. He is the future. Yeah. And the present. They're not trading Connor McDavid. Anyways, just here from our producer, Clark Monroe. I love it. He's in conversations with the Calgary Stampeders, and it sounds like they'll be sending some people down here to the oh, casino next week. Oh, boy. Which is what they wanted a Grey Eagle. They said, can you get some guys down here? Like, why didn't Theo come down here? He's not vaccinated. So you got to be vaccinated to play in the CFL and to get into the Grey Eagle. So Bob's your uncle. I'm excited about that. Thank you, Calgary Stampeders. Uh, and by the way, Game Plus television airs all across Alberta on Telesoptic TV. Uh, has some very nice comments come our way from Albertans this week.
Uh, to the NFL, and I see we're running out of time in the warm-up. We're just going to break in a couple minutes and come back and continue all of this. The poll question is, by the way, what is, in your mind, the NFL game of the weekend? There are four games. I'm a little surprised at the results, by the way. And the poll questions for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Uh, the games are Cincinnati at Tennessee, as you know, Saturday. Since, uh, sorry, San Francisco at Green Bay, Saturday night. And then Sunday, doubleheader, Rams at Tampa Bay and Buffalo at Kansas City. My game is Rams-Bucks, prop mostly because of Tom Edward Brady. That's the biggest reason. And the Rams got some shit spot going on. But the last I saw leading by a mile was the Buffalo-Kansas City game, which is great because it's prime time on Sunday and everybody's happy. And we'll be watching it with you Albertans at the Shark Club Deerfoot Meadows at our watch party on Sunday afternoon. But just in the time left, about a minute here. The NFL fined Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott $25,000 for comments condoning fans throwing objects at officials after a wild card loss to San Francisco. The fine was issued Thursday, a day after Dak apologized in a series of tweets. Now, going back to the game, told after the game Sunday that fans were throwing objects at the officials, Dak said credit to them then. He initially called it sad because he was told the objects were being thrown at Dallas players. 23-17 loss to the 49ers ended after Prescott gained 17 yards on a quarterback draw to the 49ers 24-yard line and the Cowboys were unable to spike the ball in time to stop the clock for one more play. Uh, Dak wasn't the only Dallas player to criticize officials after the game. Coach Mike McCarthy also questioned why the Cowboys weren't given time to run another play. I don't know, Mike. Why did you take 14 minutes in penalties? Why didn't your quarterback know that the referees had to touch the ball before he could snap it after your spot? Why wasn't he prepared for that? Mike McCarthy? Jason Garrett with a beer gut. I'm telling you, Mike McCarthy. We'll talk about this when we come back because Jerry Jones, everybody's telling me, oh, Jerry said he's not firing Mike McCarthy. I went back and watched all the interviews, listened to all the interviews, read all the clips. Nowhere did he say he's not firing Mike McCarthy. So it is a Flame Tech Football Friday, and uh, when we come back, we'll delve into that, more of the CFL news and all the rest. Flame Tech, locally owned and operated industry leaders in commercial and industrial combustion technology will return to the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino Event Center right after this timeout. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at Rod Peterson. Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. How about that? We are live in the foyer here at the event center, Great Eagle Resorting Casino, talking football and uh, welcoming in into the chat. EFL should be Hall of Famer. Arlos the third has entered the chat. Arlen says this show is litty every time. Fire, 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 fire. <laughs> says Arlen Bruce the third. Welcome, Arlen. I'm interested to hear what everybody has to say about the topics at hand in both the CFL and NFL. But I also want to mention we're excited to officially announce that the Telemiracle 46 online 50-50 raffle is back. A Saskatchewan tradition. It's another way to support Telemiracle and also have the chance to win half jackpot. It's truly a win-win for Saskatchewan residents. Last year's raffle sold over $726,000 in tickets and the winner took home 
half the plot. Darren and I were part of the Telemiracle festivities. That was awesome. And we will be again this year. Oh, nice. Yeah, we'll you be. can go to telemiracle.com right now to buy tickets. You got some COVID cash burning a hole in your jeans, right? Don't we all go to tel- telemiracle.com to buy your tickets right now? Tickets just a dollar for 20, one for $20, or buy more for less deal. Five for $50, 20 for 100 or $100 for 200, sorry, 100 tickets for $250. I think that's the best deal. Tickets can be purchased by anyone over the age of 19 that is physically in the province of Saskatchewan at the time of purchase. Draw date, Wednesday, March the 2nd. Now, you viewers tell me what you'd like to talk about. Um, Because I said it's Friday, let's have some fun with it. And it is taco time, viewer takeover, open early. Um, Hmm, Arlo says, I would love to have a poker charity event at your casino in the future. Is it now our casino? Sure, I'm in. I've always wanted to own a casino. That's a great idea. It is a great idea. And Arlen, you're just up in Edmonton, are you not? At least the last we talked to him, he was in Edmonton. Come on down! I love playing to poker. Calgary. We got the smoke. Yeah. Oh, my God. Are we going to... I'm in. Tell just... I said it's Friday. Let's have some fun. Let's um, do it. When I got here on Saturday night, the night of the MMA event, here's a funny story for you. Ryan Ballantyne, the chief punk, Calgary Stampeders blogger and podcaster, was playing poker. And this was my first night in the casino. I'm not a casino regular. Never have been. Right. I got my addictions. Gambling wasn't one. I'm yeah. cheap. I'm too cheap. So I'm, I'm walking through the casino and I see Ballantyne. He's very distinctive. Got a red beard down here. Right. I cut across what I would later learn was called the pit. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Grabbed, sir. You can't go in here. I'm like, I'm, 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 so, I'm sorry. I, I'm a casino newbie. So then they laughed, oh, and then no. I cut around the wrong way again. Well, what it is is all the tables, the card tables, the roulette, the poker, or the blackjack. You know, all the tables are in a kind of a circle, and all the money is in the middle, and all the workers are in the middle. And that's kind of like going behind the cash register at Seven Eleven. You know, when you're Which walking. I've also by. done. <laughs> have you? And not. Alcohol may have been involved in that. So you just think you're going to cut through because I mean, I'm going right there. Yeah. So anyways, that's something that happened. Don't cut through the pit at a casino if you want to uh, not lose your life. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we got sidetracked there. Um, Darren Workman in Salt Lake City says, replace Mike McCarthy with Brian Flores. He did a great job in Miami. Um, they're talking about meatloaf has died. And uh, also Louis Anderson, apparently. It, they go in threes. So watch out if you're on the bubble. Be careful this weekend. Do you know what I'm saying? It was uh, Coach Reeves, John Madden, and Betty White. That's right. there. Now Louis Anderson. Uh, who would I say? Meatloaf. Mm-hmm. And now who's going to be the third? So watch where you step over the weekend. If, specifically if you're famous. Uh... Todd Pinkney or P1s, I'm in a poker tourney. I think Todd Pinkney is just going to want to move to Calgary. He wants to come to our watch party on Sunday at Deerfoot Meadows Shark Club. Yeah. And now the poker tournament with Arlen Bruce. Can I just say this about the Dallas Cowboys? I think Mike McCarthy should be fired, and I think he should be replaced by Kellen Moore because Kellen Moore is interviewing now with the Minnesota Vikings. He's got interviews lined up for all the vacancies. You understand that. You can't let your good people get away. So you're saddled with a, co- with a coach you don't want you shouldn't want 
and then your good people underneath them leave? <laughs> we can't have this for the next 25 years, Darren. I know you don't care about the Cowboys. No, no, no. It, it's for sure. I care about this stuff, though. This is the business of the business. And you're right. You know, it's all about who you want and what do you have and, and retaining good people. If they like Kellen Moore, I mean, he was one of the highest scoring offenses the Cowboys have ever had. Yep. Right? And very underrated, so it was kind of very under the radar that they put up this type of a season. Um, if, if he's the future, you don't let him away, and you got to decide, okay, who, who are we more comfortable losing right now? Mike McCarthy, which we know Jerry Jones doesn't want to just start recycling head coaches every year. He wants to give them a tenure and let them you know, work through it. Um, or do we want to lose Kellen Moore? Like, are we okay to do that? You know, what, and it's up to Jerry Jones to say, am I okay letting a coach go and kind of you know, starting to have a revolving door? Or am I okay letting this really hot coaching prospect and my offensive coordinator get away? It's a tough decision. Um, I will get to all these things in a minute, but the general watching in Calgary says the Flames are starting a new win streak against the Panthers. Oilers are next. Since I got into this town on Saturday, all I've heard about is the Battle of Alberta's meeting Saturday night. Hockey Net in Canada, Flames at Oilers. You want to find a place to watch or do you want to go up there? We'll talk. It's, it could be on the radar. <laughs> right. Uh, the Flames are home to the Blues on Monday. I know that we'll be at that. Yes. Folks, you can get $20 from a free welcome sign-up with the promo code RP22 at betregal.ca, our exclusive betting partner. What better weekend to do it but this weekend, betregal.ca. Sign up, use the promo code RP22, get 22 betting dollars. Put it all down on one game, spread it out over four. Here's my question. Last week I asked you which would be the upset game of Wild Card Weekend, and a lot of you correctly predicted that it would be the Niners or my Cowboys. You and I were both wrong with it. I thought the Patriots would win. You thought the Raiders would win. Neither happened. Right. Here's my question for this weekend's divisional playoff games. What's going to be the biggest blowout? We've talked about the upsets this week. What's going to be the biggest blowout? I'm going to say, sidling up to you, Moose, it's going to be the Titans over the Bengals. I've been reading about that game. Mm -hmm. The Titans are healthy. The Bengals are not. Derrick Henry... Looks like he's going to be back. It could get ugly early. It could. Um, the reason it might not is Joe Rowe and Jamar Chase, obviously. Joe Mixon, if he's healthy and running the football, they have a bit of a run game that they've kind of abandoned lately, and that's because of Joe Burrow and his arm. Um, the Green Bay game could get out of hand if Jimmy Garoppolo's not healthy. I know Debo Samuel and, and uh, you know, they've got some weapons, uh, Mitchell in the backfield. Um, George Kittle, um, but if, if, if Garoppolo's not healthy, which we know he's not 100%, that could be trouble for San Fran, and Green Bay could, could, get, a, that could get away. Um, the other two games you talked about, the Bucks. like I'm really interested in those two. Those are going to be edge-of-your-seat games, the Bucks, um, I and Rams, and then the KC-Buffalo game. Like, edge-of-your-seat, I have no idea, really, who's going to win those two games. We're going to watch them all, of course. Yes. But... Um... Roger Yee is watching in Calgary. He says, morning, gents. I'm going to try to come Sunday to your watch party. I would be in for a poker tourney. And are you having a live audience next week? Whoa! Let's do the watch party and we'll go for it. We're working on it, but not all entirely up to me. Right. But Rick Reschenthaler is watching in Edmonton, and he says, perfect placement of the concert promo screen over Rod's shoulder. Didn't know Buddy Guy was touring, let alone alive. That, that was my idea. 
That was absolutely your idea. I'm like, can we put the screen? You got the rotating shows. Can you put that over? Pam Tellis and Lori Morgan. The Glitz and Boots Tour. Something like that. That Bianca Del Rio. I saw her. (laughs) Wow. If you're easily offended, just don't come. Funny, (laughs) though. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, Bianca Del Rio. I saw her center of the arts and i'm gonna tell you something i thought good for her because initially i'm like how is she getting away with the stuff coming out of her mouth yeah and then i thought wait a minute nope there's no sensor you can say whatever the hell she wants yeah and she was it was wild i still oh i know what do you mean oh i know (laughs) well you quote them to me that's right uh something Um, about jewelry (laughs) anyways Sheesh. Some, uh, I'm just looking. Darren in Salt Lake City, the Rams-Bucks game could be a blowout for either team. <laughs> yeah. That's why, to me, it's a little bit of a, um, it's not a grease fire. It's two really good teams going to go ahead to Raymond James team in Tampa Bay. That's my featured game. But the poll results are showing the Bills-Chiefs, which would probably be my number two. Your number one game is the Titans, of course. That's your team. Right. That's what's great about weekends like this there's an actual what do we got sick 12 hours of football to watch and not to mention the battle of alberta there's a ufc event on saturday night and there's still junior hockey going on too there's nll i might add mm-hmm. but there's a whl team staying here why don't you tell the folks about that yeah i woke up this morning i opened my uh, blind and all of a sudden boom there's the mountains and there's the swift current broncos so uh hanging out outside the hotel so i saw the bus of the broncos uh, they're traveling through they're in town so uh, maybe we're checking out the western league as well i would love to go to a dub game that'd be great tacona pauli one of our p1s he's in the p1 club he's in winnipeg tacona rod is it just me but are the bombers winning the offseason in free agency already you know, you see what he did there. Mm-hmm. It's a rhetorical question. Of course, they're in the offseason. But it's my commentary today that you should go read at rodpeterson.com. And probably if we have time later on in the program, I'll read it on the air because I don't believe we've done our Great Western Ultra update this week yet. I've had fans this week saying to me, well, not this week, over the past couple of weeks, it's like this CFL news is not really news. Like these guys aren't. If somebody leaves a team, then it's news. Well, Lee Jefferson stayed. Adam Big Hill stayed. Jackson Jeffcoat stayed. Now Zach Kalaros has stayed. If, who's the guest? If Zach gone to the Argos, huge news. Right. My thinking on that is, hey, let's give the CFL credit for being in the news. You kind of, you know, you're looking, you're splitting hairs if you're going to say this isn't that big of a deal. Zach signing's a big deal. As a matter of fact, the sum of its parts, Darren, all these re-signings make a big story yeah. for Winnipeg that the Stars don't want to leave there. And I'm sorry. Who's going to them to win Grey Cup? I'm sorry. Listen, I, I love Cody Fajardo. You all know that. Where has he been? He's ghosted, which is fine. But since over the last two months, we haven't heard hide nor hair of the guy. Right. And I stalk him quite a bit, trust me. He's not doing an Instagram story. He's not on Twitter. And I'm wondering, is it getting to him? This pressure that we're hearing about, that the Ryder Nation's turning on him? And trust me, it really seems that they are. They're only...
only comp not their only competition is the Riders. The Calgary Stampeders and their supporters believe they'll be number one in the West Division, and they have no reason to believe that that's not the case. But I think it's Winnipeg's great cap to lose. It has to be. It has to be. I mean, every other team is capable. You know, Chris Jones, you know, enters the chat right. and has something to say about that, right? And, and then Mike Riley steps up and be like, you guys are not forgetting about me? You know, yeah. and, and what we've done out here and with Lucky and everything else, um, it's incredibly going to be incredibly tough again. You're right. I mean, how do you not have Winnipeg as the out in favor right now? Because you look back, I'm like, I'm trying to find the holes. Everything, everybody's coming back. I mean, there will be some drop-off at some point in some position group. But until we see that, we have no reason not to believe it's the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Moose, I'll see you in hour two. What do you say? You bet. Our NFL insider, Tori Gurley's coming up next. We're broadcasting live from the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino Foyer of the Events Center on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio with Rogers and Doc. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday coming to you live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino Events Center. Just a couple of viewer comments from Troy in Toronto. He says, I just joined Bet Regal. I'm not a gambler at all. You can bet on surfing? What? You wouldn't believe what you can bet on at Bet Regal. Thank you for doing that, Troy. And regarding uh, Cody Fajardo, when I said we haven't heard of him in a couple of months, John Ohm says it's the players off season. I would train and stay under the radar till training camp opens. My opinion. Cool. Go ahead. Do it. But there's something to be said about selling the league and being visible in the off season. But uh, I'm not criticizing Cody or anybody who doesn't want to be visible. I'm just saying I see a lot of empty seats. It'd be nice if everybody worked together to fill them. But that's nothing on Cody. It's on being visible on the offseason. Uh, that ship has sailed. The argument. Talking NFL, our NFL insider, Tory Gurley, joins us today. Tory Gurley Sr., I might add. How you doing, T How you doing, TG? I'm good, man. How you guys doing over there? We're doing great. Are you kidding me? We, you got to get you out here. To the Great Eagle Resort and Casino, man. It's got you written all over. You would love it. Very relaxing, very, very Vegasy. I know you're a Vegas guy. And speaking, hey, of Vegas, okay, your take on divisional playoff weekend. If they're going to be an upset this weekend, which one do you think it is, or do you even think there will be one? The game that scares me the most is the 49ers versus the Packers. Um, I'm I'm petrified with that game because. I feel like San Francisco matches up with Green Bay uh, from a physical standpoint. You know, obviously Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are the best receiver quarterback tandem in the league by far. But um, I've been on, I've been a part of Green Bay team where we had number one offense and we went, we got beat by a New York Giants team that was a wild card because they had the recipe to beat us. And that was run the football, um, time, control time of possession, and then on defense, have D-line, have four guys that can get after you without blitzing. And that was that's like Aaron's kryptonite. And unfortunately, uh, the Niners have had, you know, the Green Bay Packers number for the past few years in the playoffs. If you're going to bet, would suggest staying away from watching analysts. I've been watching NFL Live, ESPN Get Up, and I don't know what to believe anymore. I should just trust my own heart and head. 
But the Bills, they're saying, the analysts are saying the Bills are on a mission. They're not to be denied. But it, that's your former team, as are the Packers. Like, what are the chances of an upset at Arrowhead? I don't see it. No, I, 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 it's a great story. I just feel like uh, on offense, they just don't have the same firepower that the Kansas City Chiefs have. I love Josh Allen. I love Stephon Diggs, but it stops there. Um, everyone else, give me everybody on the Chiefs. You know, give me Tyreek Hill. Give me Travis Kelsey. Give me Pringle. Give me Jared McKinnon. Give me Andy Reid as a play caller. Give me Eric Bieniemy as a you know as a play caller as a you know offensive coordinator. Uh, I just feel like the Chiefs have been in this spot so many times and. You know, if if the if the Vegas is going to give you a one point spread, you know, with the home team that's been the Super Bowl for the like past two or three years, I feel like if you like making money, you should take the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, because you'll feel like an idiot if you're watching the game and it's just a blowout, and you're like, man, I could have I could have been on the right side of this game by being on a, being with the Chiefs. So I feel like that would be the biggest upset. Um, of of the of the wild well of the divisional round if if the Buffalo Bills beat the Kansas City Chiefs I think that's that would be the biggest upset of them all. There you go and uh, bet Regals the Chiefs has two point favor but uh, if there's gonna be a bigger biggest blowout this weekend I'm I'm sensing Titans are gonna do it to the Bengals. What's your take on that AFC divisional game? Yeah, I definitely feel that way. I just think the magic that magic carpet route runs out for Joe Burrow. You know is been a great year for Cincinnati. Um, they're they're about two years away from actually, you know, being a team where you, they can be a force to be reckoned with. Because obviously, you're still going to have Kansas City, but um, Cincinnati, you know, if Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow continue to go, and you know, they they add more weapons, you know, those guys are going to be tough. But I feel like Mike Brable, you know, he's not respected enough. You know, he, this guy could easily be coach of the year. Um, you're they're old school. You know, they're blue-collar type workers. They're going to get after you defensively and on offense. They're going to hit you in the mouth. They're going to run the football. They're going to control the clock. Um, they're going to leave Tannehill in positions to just make simple throws. They're not going to ask them to go out and beat Tom Brady. They're just going to go out and, and just play smash mouth football. And I just feel like that doesn't match up well with the Bengals. Bengals want, want to be a team to go up and down the field and score a lot of points. I don't see them being able to... Uh, match the physicality of what Tennessee is going to offer uh, tomorrow. Yeah, they play tomorrow. From the viewers, John Schmeiser's watching in Kansas City. He says, good perspective on the Bills and Chiefs. I agree 100%. Carlos in Indianapolis watching says the Bills won soundly in KC on Sunday night fall earlier this season. So there's that. I guess the one game we haven't talked about is the Rams and the Buccaneers. That's my feature game the one i'm looking to the most just because of tb12 but i think great conditions in tampa not a frozen tundra rams are clicking i think that's going to be a heck of a game uh, absolutely you know I, i'm not a guy that's going to bet against tom brady in a playoff spot <laughs> you know i i really like what uh matthew stafford and and sean mcveigh are doing but whenever you have tom brady he he just knows how to get through to the teammate where guys step up I know they're decimated on the offensive line. I think the center is banged up as well as a tackle. But I just feel like those guys, the last thing you want to do is be the player to keep Tom Brady out of a Super Bowl. You know, when guys look at you, they're like, yeah, the reason why we lost the game is because, you know, you couldn't hold up your end of the deal because, you know, Tom is going to bring it each and every playoff game. So I'm expecting those guys to step up and, and have a great game. I think defensively, 
you know, people are sleeping on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have that experience. They've been there before. Um, I mean, they're, they have that championship pedigree. You know, you got Shaq, uh, JPP, uh, Devin White. It's so many guys that you have on defense that can go out there and make plays. And, you know, I, as a football fan, what people get caught up in doing is what they saw last week. And you got to understand this thing is week to week and styles make fights. So, yes, I, I know it's easier said than done to watch a highlight or watch a game last weekend and think that team is going to go out and play the same way. And it usually doesn't work that way. So that's why I'm in towards the guys that have the experience because it matters when we're talking about playing in big moments like this. Okay, and lastly then, it's funny you say that. Mike McCarthy stands before the media Wednesday in Dallas and says, I've won a Super Bowl. I know what it takes to win a championship. And I'm thinking as a Cowboys fan, I don't care what you did, Mike. I saw what happened out there on Sunday in 14 penalties and botching the clock at the end of the game. And it's just Mike McCarthy's stuff. And Jerry has not said he's not going to fire. How do you think things will or should play out in Dallas here this offseason? It seemed like Jerry is, you know, he loves Mike McCarthy. You know, they have a great relationship, and I, I don't see him getting rid of him anytime soon. Um, you know, I, I've I've practiced that play before, and uh, Aaron was a guy, he, he wasn't happy about it. So we really didn't, we wouldn't run that in that type of situation. So um, for them to um, botch things the way they did, especially with the fake punt and end up, uh, that you convert on a fake punt and then you go out and get a delay a game. And then um, at the end of the game, you go out and run a, a quarterback draw with no timeouts. I felt like, you know, that could definitely be something that was fixed. I felt like that was self-inflicted and um, hopefully they can learn from it because it cost them an opportunity to move forward in the playoffs. Tori, wonderful analysis as always. You are the best. Uh, my best to the family. Enjoy the games and hopefully we can do it again soon. All right, thanks for having me. Our NFL insider, Browns and Packers alum, Tory Gurley. By the way, get 22 free welcome dollars when you sign up and use the promo code RP22 at betregal.ca, our official and exclusive betting partner. 22 free betting dollars for this divisional playoff weekend at betregal.ca. Promo code is RP22. Taco Time viewer takeover is next and a sports update. It's a Flame Tech Football Friday. You're watching on Game Plus Television, YouTube, Live, 24 Hour Sports Radio at Peterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Beautiful Gray Eagle Resort and Casino is the place to be. And uh, here we are in the event center. If you, uh, you'll see me in a moment, look over my shoulder, you'll see upcoming shows here. And we'll tell you more about them coming up in hour two. As I mentioned, it's Taco Time viewer takeover. And thank Taco Time for all the gifts, include bumper stickers. I do love Mexi fries. And I'll be putting on one of your lapel pins over the weekend, I'm sure, when we're rolling around Alberta. Um, Allie's watching in Sherwood Park, Alberta on Game Plus Television. She says, happy CFL-NFL Friday RP show. Love the jingle for Great Eagle Resort and Casino. It's really catchy. She says, I'm not 100% into the NFL. However, I'm cheering for the Bengals, hoping for the Oilers to win the Battle of Alberta tomorrow. Oh, everybody is talking about that game. Saturday night. Great Eagle Resort and Casino. 
Flames Oilers. Uh, DG is watching in the Bridge City. He says, morning, guys. So glad to hear Arlen Bruce III is watching the show today. CFL fans need to follow the career of his son, Arlen Bruce IV. At Iowa, he was tremendous at the Citrus Bowl as a freshman receiver. Big things ahead for that young man. That from DG in Saskatoon. By the way, did you know that Taco Time has been around for over 40 years in Canada? Iconic brand, Canadian Fritz, serves over 3.2 million burritos, 2.5 million tacos, and over 1 million Mexi fries every year in this country alone. It is nice, to be honest, to be back in Canada for a lot of reasons. But being able to hit up Taco Time is uh, right up there, chief among them. Sports update on this Friday. The Canucks will be without two of their brightest stars tonight as Vancouver hosts the Florida Panthers. Goalie Thatcher Demko and forward J.T. Miller were both placed in the NHL's COVID-19 protocol after PCR tests confirmed they have the virus. There are eight games around the league tonight, but Vancouver is the only Canadian team playing. If you want to know our thoughts on the orders, 6-0 loss at home to Florida last night. Rewind, go back to the start of Hour 1. We covered it. Way back in the warm-up. I'm blaming Leon Dreisaitl. He had three open nets to bury in the first period. Missed them all. And for a guy that talked the talk all week, he didn't walk the walk when the puck was on his take. That's my take. Fred Van Vliet and the Toronto Raptors continue their road trip tonight with a stop in Washington. Van Vliet leads the Raptors with 21.8 points per game. Toronto's lost back-to-back games and has a 500 record. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. Check out our brand new line of games for the Tap Brewhouse and Drive Through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you wings. One minute. One minute remaining in hour one. And by the way, coming up in hour two, Danny Austin, the Calgary Sun, will be joining us. He follows the Calgary Stampeders for the Calgary Sun, but also Fan 960, which we heard him on the other day. He's here. Uh, by the way, we always talk about the featured game. What's the game we're going to be watching the most tonight? Um, we'll carry that over into hour two. I see in the NLL, there's only one game tonight. George's at Rochester. Uh, they're Calgary Roughnecks. They're not going to be home when we're here, which is most unfortunate. WHL tonight, Winnipeg at PA. Calgary at Swift Current. Medicine at Saskatoon. Red Deer at Lethbridge. Portland at Tri-City and Vancouver at Victoria. The Pats and Wheat Kings were supposed to be on TSN tonight. That game's been postponed because of a COVID situation with the Wheaties. Uh, eight games in the NHL tonight. We already talked about the Canucks and Florida Panthers. So we'll talk about featured games and all the rest next hour. Coming up with Danny Austin on Game Plus Television live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Head to YouTube.com. That's the rough. Peterson out now. You gotta subscribe. Click subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.